Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heavyweights Podcast. In one corner, standing at six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds of solid chicken wings, Dustin Urban. And this corner at six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds, the one, the only, Big Daddy Nick Klein. It's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas around here from the simple standpoint that <laughs> my favorite time of the year, Urban, I've told you, I've said it on this podcast multiple times, is draft season. Can't knock you for that. It's, we, It's exciting for sure. Are less than two months away from the 2021 NFL draft, but this year we're going to take a little little precaution, I guess, on how we're going to do our mock drafts, you know, our break player breakdowns from the simple standpoint that we know the salary caps isn't going to be $203 million next year. We know that. It's looking like it's going to be anywhere from 180 to 192 million. So what we're going to see over the next couple of weeks until the start of the new league year is a lot of teams start releasing veterans on these heavier contracts that were backloaded at the end, you know, so they can clear some cap space and they might have a little dead hit. So we really don't know what direction teams are going in in the draft, but this free agency is going to be even bigger than I guess we even downplayed a couple of weeks ago when we started talking about free agents. A lot of names are going to be added. We know that sure. J.J. Watt's headed to Arizona. We can get to that in a little bit. But that's just the tip of the iceberg when he got released because within the last 48 hours, Kyle Rudolph, the 10-year NFL veteran for the Minnesota Vikings, one of the better tight ends in the league over the last decade, has been released. That saves them $10 million in cap space. Kyle Van Noy. Kyle Van Noy. From the Dolphins. Dolphins signed that big three-year $50 million contract Surprise last season. Not really surprising because, like it's I said, a lot of money. it's saving a lot of money that was front-loaded with some guaranteed money and a signing bonus, but it only it's only a $5 million cap hit for oh, wow. for Miami, which was a little surprising. I, I fully believe that he was exactly what Brian Flores wanted, that culture in that locker room. You know, he had a great year when he was able to stay healthy, but he's going to hit the open market, and he's going to be in high demand than anybody that missed out on J.J. Watt, like the Colts. In Annapolis, there were reports that have since been refuted, but saying that the Colts and Browns, you know, offered quite a bit of money and the Titans offered some money. Yeah, take that with a grain of salt, but... You'd you'd know that the money was there. I mean, I know JJ signed for that, but not only that, Buster Screen, who signed a three-year, $16 million contract going into last year, I believe, with the Chicago Bears, he's been released as well. He was a decent slot corner, not what he was three or four years ago. But again, once again, this will be the tip of the iceberg, and we're going to start flooding this, and it's going to change everybody's draft boards. It's going to change a lot of, you know, projections. All I know, though, right now is Russell Wilson is tired of getting hit. <laughs> and now he's got to go. And they don't have a first-round draft pick. The NFC West on paper right now is by far the best division. Russell Wilson has to go against Chase Chase Young. Not Chase Young. No. Wow. Yeah, wow. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. Nick Bosa. J.J. Watt. Aaron Darnold. And D. Ford. <laughs> Six games. Right. If he was tired of getting sacked. I, I and, I mean, you can even throw in Eric Armstead. He, and he's the worst one out of the people. Solomon Thomas. Yeah, he never really turned out. But agent, still, is. they're nasty. And I like what Chandler like Jones Like, that whole, too. the whole division. Like even the Seahawks, like, they, if they keep Dunlap, that's that's a hell of a pass rusher right there himself. Yeah, really. but not on the level of some of the other guys. No, but he had about. eight sacks it's, when he got to Seattle last year down the stretch, he had eight sacks. He looked like That's shit. I mean, Seattle's been looking for it. He looked like shit in Cincy. Well, I mean, he, they were play. having their own he problems. But that he's selling his house. I don't blame him. They're, <laughs> I mean, they're a shitty franchise. Oh, no. uh, would no, you no. ever want to go to Cincinnati for anything? Who I mean, says, Who says? I, you know where I'm going? I'm going to Cincinnati for vacation. Nobody ever says that. I mean, I've done it. Well, yeah. Baseball. That's a poor choice, though. 
What? Good beer, riverboat game. I mean, you yeah. Could, there's way Maine better places to go baseball. in the world. Not when it's only a two hour drive. Yeah, I'd rather go. I'd rather just hang out in Indy. Personally. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this episode escalated really fucking quick. <laughs> Shit, whole city. All right. We're just outside of other NFL news. Andy Reid's son is going to be prosecuted the full extent of the law. At least the should pro- be the prosecutors oh, yeah, yeah. will they they will be going after him for the insurance claim. You know he admitted with that wreck a couple of days before the Super Bowl. The girl is still in the hospital, unable to speak at this point. Yeah, they're going terrible after situation. He admitted to having a few drinks and was also on his Adderall, which he's medically prescribed. But you know, just it's not looking good for him. You know, he chose to get behind the vehicle. He needs to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. No one wants to see anything bad happen right. when someone makes a dumb choice. And that's flat. I want to know what his blood alcohol content was. None of that's been released. Seven, I know. Seven. But <laughs> we're going to get into it. We're going to do our first round mock this year. I, I'm not the biggest fan of even mine. It's These are going to change. But It's early. We, it's extremely free early. Free agency hasn't happened. The whole point the of this. cuts haven't happened. You know what I mean? We're over, just throwing it out there. Over the next month, we're going to be talking a lot more about these players. So, you know, anybody out there, it'll be good for them, you know, to get going. So, right off the board, I think this is Consensus, pretty Consensus, yeah. There's Consensus, no, we're, we're, we're all going to talk about it long. We're all going Trevor Lawrence. You know, he's my right. number one overall prospect. Yep. yep. Trevor Lawrence, number one. So let's kick it off. Let's let's start it off at number two. The New York Jets are on the clock. We're not doing trades in our mock drafts yet. I think that's way too early again. We didn't we do trades seen, last year in any of them. We, so we can explore the idea of doing trades, but then we have to listen to Reeves. Right. Then we got to do all this crazy ass fucking shit, and I don't really want to do that. Okay, Urban, number two. The Jets are on the clock. Who are they taking for you? I got them taking Zach Wilson from BYU. I they're. Reports are they're really high on him. I am not the biggest fan of him. There's a lot of question marks there, but the upside is there. So uh, I'm going with Zach Wilson at two. Yeah, Less than two years as a starter. I have the Jets also taking Zach Wilson. He's my number three quarterback. Um, I gave him an 89 grade. Um, I grade everything out of 98. I'm almost done completely with all of my rankings. But like I said, he's the number three quarterback for me. I have Justin Fields just slightly ahead of him there. Who'd you go at two, Reeves? At two, like I said, what the boys have broke down so far. I haven't done any trades, and no trades have happened. As long as Sam Darnold's behind the center for the New York Jets, I went with Jamar Chase. They gave him a big threat, uh, the LSU wide receiver. All right, who'd you go with the three, Nick? Dolphins are on the clock. Oh, my God. Already pissing me off, Reeves. Well, just they're not They're not going receiver at two. Right, I know. I, well, I think they did get a playmaker for him. I'm aware. Even if Darnold is there. is there, they will not be drafting number two overall then at that point. No, they will not be like trade back. They're not getting Zach Wilson. I'm I'm going with they're not going to keep Darnold, and they're going to draft a quarterback. That's yeah, what I think number three. I'll I'll start it off. In Miami's on the clock. This is not their pick. This is the Houston Texans selection. Right. You know, it's kind of a luxury at this point. You know, for me, it's taking the best player on the board here that's left. Um. And it's actually my my third overall uh, graded player, but I'm going with Jamar Chase, wide receiver at LSU. I know he sat out this last year. Everybody's going to be talking about Devontae Smith, you know, the Heisman year, first non-quarterback or running back to win it in almost 30 years. Jamar Chase can do almost everything at six foot two oh eight. He was a better route runner than Justin Jefferson down there. I think people forget that magical run that LSU had on. He can do almost anything that you ask him for. You know, he's got solid hands, and he just finds ways to make plays – plays after 
the catch. I mean, he can right. do all He's the best things. receiver in this draft by so far. So I'm going with Jamar Chase there. At I personally have him as my number two overall player, so one slot you know, behind, yeah. ahead of you. But I, I was going Devonta Smith here because I just think that's what the Dolphins will do. But I th- – what the Dolphins should do is take Jamar Chase, and that's who I ended up picking. Okay. I mean, I'm completely okay that, you know, take the best player available there. And, you know, they need they need depth. They Surround need help, two with weapons and see what he's got. You I know, mean, that's what you got to do. They're this in point. this year two of rebuild, almost year three of just loading up on these draft picks. So, you've got to hit here, and I think Jamar Chase is the best option. Three reefs. I got the Miami Dolphins selecting Panay Sewell. Okay. Let's tackle the Morgan. So you're going to move Austin Jackson to the to the right side. You know, he didn't play that well. You know, he was the 19th overall pick last year. I'm okay with that. I personally would see them rather than target that, you know, later down the road because I, I think this is a deep receiver class, but the top three guys are by far the separation, the drop-off is, is there. So, I mean, I get that, but I, I don't agree with it there either. At four, we have the Atlanta Falcons and – I'm going to go with quarterback here for them. You know, Matt Ryan, he's going to be there for a couple more years, but they need to get – when you're up this high in the draft and there's a guy sitting here possibly, potentially, that could be a very good player. you got to grab him. Um, I'm going to go with Justin Fields, quarterback out of Ohio State. I'm, I'm okay with that. So, I took the same thing, but my, my reasoning is completely different. Matt Ryan will be the starter. You're yeah, not going to draft a quarterback fourth overall and let him sit. Yeah, you can. I fully believe. No, you don't in today's NFL. I'm just saying you can. You want to win on those rookie contracts. That's why you do that outside of, you know, Jordan Love going in the first round last year. But Justin Fields in the four slot here because I believe Atlanta will trade out because I think Justin Fields will still be available. So I think we're going to see quarterbacks go one, two this year. You know, a team's going to move up. I think Atlanta will be able to move back because if they didn't, I'm looking at corner depth for them. They need that. They need an edge rusher. And then, you know, I'd hate to say it, but. They probably could use another weapon as well. I know they've got Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, but he's not getting any younger to Julio. They could have went, you know, another route. But I'll, I'll stick with Justin Fields here. I just fully don't believe that Atlanta is going to be drafting a quarterback in this high in the first round. Reeves, I got them selecting Zach Wilson, um, uh, the quarterback out of BYU. Okay, uh, five, Nick. Dream scenario for the Cincinnati Bengals. You didn't get any protection. Last year for Joe Burrow, you know, towards ACL, he was getting hit left and right. You had to play him. I know you were throwing him into a horrible situation down there. And but he, he played him. He played great. played great until he got his knee blown up. Out, he would be my number two overall quarterback if you combine last year's quarterback class and this year's. I mean, he would be just a little bit behind Trevor Lawrence, but he'd still be that number two quarterback. I love this here. You're going to get him some protection. I'm taking Penesu, who's my number two overall prospect. This guy can do absolutely everything. He gets a little sloppy at times in the run game. But his pass protection, he was a three-year starter at Oregon or a two-year starter at Oregon, sat out this past year. The first ever sophomore to win the Outland Trophy is the best lineman in the country. That you know, speaks first volumes. First-team <laughs> All-American freshman and sophomore year. You know, he's got the perfect size. He is extremely quick to the second level, and he just he cannot be moved almost on these pass rushing sets. I love it. You're going to get some help there for Joe Burrow. You have to take that. I know other people are going to say, you know, what about – you know, getting him more help with AJ Green likely out. They can but do you, that down you can, the line. You can do that, but now you've got to. You don't want to have the Andrew Luck situation, and the they, Russell Wilson situation, and they have money they could spend in free Get agency your, too. It's just not their right. I their know forte with just, their owner being their GM, but I'm going Penesuel tackle out of Oregon. That's also who I went with. You know, he he's my third rated player out of or my top ten 
but uh, I like him there. That's a great pick for the Bengals if he is there. I could see him going as high as two. So, one hundred percent. The only spot he wouldn't go is obviously is Jacksonville, is Jacksonville yeah. Trevor Lawrence, and they, they could use him for sure. Oh yeah, but anybody I mean, they could need use a quarterback. Him. He's a day one starter in right. this league. He might not be. You know, an all pro his first year, but he is going to be their center stump. They'll be the best offensive lineman by far they've had since Anthony Munoz in the 80s. Right. Five reefs. I went with, I'm giving Joe Burrow another uh, big weapon here and Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida. Okay. That uh, receiving uh, tandem they got up there as well. That would be the first time, I believe, at least to my knowledge, in the last 25 years that a tight end's gone on the top five. Be the highest one drafted since Kellen Winslow, probably, wouldn't it? Not Kellen Winslow. Who was the last tight end? He was here team? a couple of years ago in Indianapolis. Oh, uh, Ebron. Eric, Eric Ebron. He was eight. Eighth overall, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that wouldn't be a terrible pick for them, but they, they're going to have to keep their quarterback up, right? So that's why I went with Panay. I, I get it. Six, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Are on the clock. Yeah, I, I went with Devonta Smith here. I like his uh, – the other receiver at Alabama a lot better, but Jalen Waddell. But he's had a little bit of injury history. He was out a lot this year. And I think Philadelphia is just going to try to get uh, a guy that's been on the field or without the injury history because they've had been decimated by injuries in the receiving court. Their whole team, really. But Any weapons, receiving, they've, they've not they, they, healthy. They drafted uh, the guy from TCU last year. Wide receiver. Jalen Rager. Yeah, he was out majority of the season. So, I think they're going to look for somebody that can stay on the field here and get Devonta Smith. I think they they like – I wouldn't say love (laughs) their receiver core. You know, they're letting Alshon Jeffrey go. Deshaun Jackson's likely not going to be back at this point. But you've got to get – you're right there in this fact that they have to get help for Jalen Hurts. The offensive line's banged up. They could go, you know, that direction here. I think it's a little high to take someone like Christian Darasau or – you know, I mean, Rashawn Slater, almost any of the other offensive tackles or right. guards. I went with a weapon maker, but not not Devontae Smith. Um, I'm not sold on him in the top ten, but I went with Kyle Pitts, who's the best tight end prospect we've seen in years. Hell of a hybrid. He six, could easily play six, wide receiver. Six foot six, two hundred thirty nine pounds. He is the perfect slot. He is a Travis Kelsey hybrid here. He is quick. His route running his, is is crisp. He is elite. I mean, I wouldn't even say elite. He is completely deadly in the red zone. You know, Jalen Hurts will be able to find him wherever he's at. The only thing my issue here is his health. You can you can knock him a little bit for his blocking, but that's not today's NFL. You know, you're not really going to demand him to line up. On this the isn't line a power zone. running. You game. can move him. You know, move him around. You know, they've had success with tight ends here in the last decade in Philly, and I think they get a special guy here in Kyle Pitts. Six Reeves. I got the Philadelphia Eagles. Selecting Justin Fields. I don't think they're sold on Jalen Hurts. And I think Next. I, Finish what you're going to say. Oh, I just don't think they're sold on Jalen Hurts, and I think they're going to select Fields if he falls to the sixth zone. Okay. One, Fields isn't going to fall. Two, they're not going to draft a quarterback because, at least as of right now, they're going to roll with Jalen Hurts here because, I mean, that's just what they're not going to draft a quarterback, Reeves. All right. Seven, who you got? The Lions taking Reeves. The Lions? I have them selecting. Are you not on it? Like, no, what just, are you doing? there we go. Sorry about that. I have them going no one cares. and Jalen Waddle. I think they're going to lose Marvin Jones, possibly Kenny Galladay. You're going to have to give Goff to throw to somebody. And I think Jalen Waddle uh, would be a great uh, acquisition for this team. 
Nick, what'd you do? So the Lions are in need. Corner could be another option. I know they took Akuda there last year at three. But you could sure up the secondary for sure. They need help on every position on defense. You know, they need a pass rusher. Sure. They need weapons on offense. Their offensive line is in shambles. Yep. You know, golf's going to need that. But right here, you know, it's almost like best. What position is going to help me? you know, rebuild for the future and get younger. I'm going with Mika Parsons, who is one of the best <laughs> players in the draft. Um, you know, the outside linebacker, Penn State. I know there's question marks about his off-the-field activity, but when this dude lines up, he can. He is a stud in the rud game. He just makes plays happen. He can chase from behind. I love everything about this guy. I know a lot of people are sleeping on him. He might fall down the draft just because he's a linebacker. But I don't think he's going He's to. only 230 pounds. He plays the same weight as Darius Leonard. He is the next. If we're going to make comparisons for me, watching him on film, He's a little better in the run game, but he is he is a Darius Leonard type of linebacker here. Yeah, the reason I, I love I, that they're getting a center stone for their defense. The reason I laughed right years. there is because I also have him there at seven. So he's he's the best linebacker talent in this draft class for sure. I think he might easily. Yeah, to me, he's the best defensive prospect in this draft. So we'll see. You know. The Lions, like you said, need everything, and I got them going with Parsons there at seven. No, I I, I fully agree with that. And, and that gives you possibly, you know, if he stays healthy, a, a starting linebacker for eight to ten years. Like, he, he could be a cornerstone of that franchise. You build off of him and Akuda, and, you know, get that Akuda's defense. got to play a hell of a lot better Right. I was saying, year. you know, second year, it was, it's a proven year. No, but I, at eight, uh, the Carolina Panthers, I took Trey Lance, quarterback out of North Dakota State. You know, they're, they've been in trade talks for Deshaun Watson. They've been in trade talks for a lot of other quarterbacks. But I think they go get their guy, and I think he would fit very well into Joe Brady's scheme. I, I think you nailed it on the head right there. They're not sold on Teddy Bridgewater. I wasn't last year. But Trey Lance, this might be a move where you draft a quarterback and you let him sit for a little bit with, with Bridgewater because he's a more athletic version and built a little thicker. You know, he's 6'3", 224. I went back and watched some of the film because I know everybody's falling in love with this guy. You know, there is major question marks about, you know, the level of competition that he played. I, I know he only had one turnover, but he only played one game this year right. before they had to start spring ball. You know, the deep ball accuracy is not there. His his overall delivery is a little slow, but he moves so well in the pocket. And then 15 <coughs> yards in on his passes, Sorry. he can zip them in there. And, you know, he can run, too. He is the typical Joe yeah, Brady type quarterback. If you prepare him with Christian McCaffrey, if they can bring back Curtis Samuel, who had a breakout year, you know, over – a thousand all-purpose yards. They are getting the right pieces down there with Matt Rule and Joe Brady down there in Carolina, and so I went with Trey Lance as well. Reeves, I also have them selecting Trey Lance. Okay. Yep. All right. So at nine, we have the Denver Broncos. Broncos on the clock. They've got some major question marks. They got a lot of questions. Quarterback, cornerback. They just let their cornerback uh, AJ Boyan. Uh, they've yeah, they need in the edge year rusher. before they had Chris Harris leave. They, they need edge rushers. They that might. defense is not. They just released Jarrell Casey as right, well, who underperformed tremendously this year. Yeah, um, it ended up being a smart move for the Titans to move on from. Right, that. actually, smart move for both. But I went with Caleb Farley here, cornerback out of Virginia Tech. I'm a. I like him over Sertan personally. Right now, I after watching some tape, I, I'm going to take Farley over Sertan. Yeah, I went with Farley, too. Um, he's my number one corner. Um, nothing against Sertan, but going back, I know Farley sat out this year at Virginia Tech, but he's a former wide receiver, converted corner. You know, he's 6'2", 207, just a big physical frame. You know, can jam you at the line. 
you know, at times he doesn't wrap up completely, can struggle in the run game, but he's only been playing defense for a year and he's going to continue to get better. He's got the perfect NFL size to, you know, be put out on an island out in the corner. You know, he might not be able to take away your number one receiver threat right now, but I think Vangio, with the way they've built this the Denver team, Vangio's a defensive coach. I, I know they could use other pieces. You know, offensive line help would be a major boost here. But they've got enough weapons. They invested so much in that offense last year. I think they go defense. And right here, the best player on the board for me is Caleb Farley, and you don't you don't pass on that. Yep. I'd also have Caleb Farley going to the Denver Broncos. All right. So, I mean, 10. Yeah, it tends the same thing. The Dallas Cowboys are on the clock here. You know, we saw what they were able to do with Dak, but we also saw that defense couldn't slow anybody down. Shredded. They fired. We're getting shredded Mike. at a historic rate. They fired Early Mike the Nolan. Season. They had no corner help there. Diggs yeah. showed up towards the end of the year. He played pretty well <laughs> yeah. down the stretch, but he struggled early. This safety class isn't the deepest. I think it's still too early here to Second take a Second round is definitely where you want to go safety. So I'm, I'm going Patrick Sertan here. You know, he is one of the best open field tacklers in this draft class and probably recent memory. I'd like to see a little more punch from him, a little more physicality in that first five yards, but he quickly picks up. He can play cover two, cover three. You know, he can be put in the nickel outside, man-to-man. He can do bump zone man. He can do almost anything. I just think we – I'm going to question his overall speed, but he'd be a perfect fit there in Dallas. You know, he doesn't have to be the number one corner, like we said. Right. You know, maybe Diggs gets a little better, but he got beat quite a bit last year. So, I they've got to right. still get better in that secondary in Dallas. And for me right here, it's Patrick Sertan's the obvious choice. Yeah, I went with Sertan here at 10 as well. You know, pair up two Alabama former teammates – Get them rocking. Figure out something to do in that sec with the safeties back there. Try to shore up that secondary for Dallas going forward. I also have Patrick Sertan going to Dallas Cowboys. Jesus Christ! All right, eleven Reeves. The New York Giants are on the clock, Reeves. How are they helping out your boy and Danny fucking? They're going to help out my boy by selecting Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Uh, they definitely need receiver help. I don't think Sterling Shepard. I think he's a good compliment complimentary receiver. I, I think they'll probably release. Um, um, Golden Tate, and I think Devontae Smith gives that uh, gives them a good uh, boost there. All right, 11 for the Giants. I went with Jalen Waddle here. I wanted to go offensive line, but I just think this is what the Giants are going to do. They do need weapons for Danny Pennies, as I like to call him. But Waddle would be a great fit, uh, but they need to keep that quarterback upright. And I understand that. And Joe Judge, you know, has been an advocate of giving, you know, getting Danny Dimes some help. You know, but first and foremost, they have to get Saquon Barkley healthy next year. Yeah. But what Gettleman's proven to do in these drafts since he's taken over as GM is he's trying to beef up this front seven. And he really hasn't found an elite pass rusher yet. They've invested in the offensive line and the defensive front. But I'm going Gregory Rosso here. I know he sat out again. Another player that sat out this past year for Miami. Going to be a lot of those. A complete raw talent, six foot seven, two hundred fifty three pounds. He had almost he had fifteen and a half sacks in his two years playing at Miami. He's long, athletic, quick. He doesn't bend enough on his pass rush, but he is a raw talent that can turn into a top five um, edge rusher in this league. I know some people, you know, think he's going to fall down the boards because of that, but I think we're going to see after these pro days that, that he is just a sheer freak of an athlete. Perfect frame. You know, he's quick off the ball. He can do almost anything you ask. You know, a couple years of the right coaching, you know, if he adds 10 to 12 pounds on, he can put his put his hand down or he can play outside on that 3-4 standing up, which is preferably what you need to do with him. But I went with Gregory Rossu there out of Miami. 
Okay. That'd be a great pick for them. Yeah. 12, we got the San Francisco 49ers. So go ahead, Nick. All right. So another team, you know, kind of in limbo. Do they want to go Jalen or they want to stick with Jimmy G? You know, does Kyle Shanahan trust his quarterback there? You know, you could go several different options. Are you going to need to take a tackle because Trent Williams is, you know, are they going to be able to resign him? I don't believe so. I still don't like the, the, the tackle depth here. I went with Jalen Waddle, my number two receiver. You know, he was able to – I know he wasn't able to stay healthy. He came back. He wanted to play in the national championship game this year, but he's – to me, was better than Devontae Smith. I love everything this kid can do. Um, I know he's only 5'10", 177, but he's almost a better version of the Calvary. He can play in the slot and play on the outside. So, they were able to draft Debo Samuel last year, you know, that second-round pick out of South Carolina. He's IU, a great two years, yeah, two two years ago, ago, and they got IU. But, you know, it's, it's hard to pass here. You're completely beefing up your offensive weapons. I think you've got the offensive lines mostly intact. You could go defense, too, but this roster is so complete. I think we forget how ravaged they were with injuries. You know, to be able to draft there at 12 again, it's hard to pass on a playmaker of Waddle's capability. Right. I get that. But I'm I'm in the – I don't. I don't think they're going to be able to re-sign Trent Williams, so I think they're going to have to go tackle here. And a lot of people are higher on this guy than I personally am, but I think he's going to go higher than some of the experts think. So I'm going to go with San Francisco taking Elijah Vera Tucker tackle out of USC here. See, and my only concern with that is he is not a tackle in the NFL. Yeah, uh, he, he is 100. He's played elite. guard. He is an elite guard. He was the better offensive lineman when I was watching tape last year in Austin Jackson, who right. the Dolphins took in the first round, and I love him. I just I don't see him going that high if they're going after a tackle. He's only six four, three fifteen. He's quick. He's powerful. I think speed rushers in the NFL will kill him. And his I want to see. It sounds weird, but I want to see his arm length. And see how he does in some of these other drills like the three cone. But for me, yeah, he's, a complete, he's, he's a complete <laughs> tweener and he will be playing inside, but he will be a Pro Bowl level guard. I just I don't think you draft him that high if you expect him to try to fill that tackle spot, which would be the right side because you can put McGlinchy back on the left. Right. That's I'm just saying that's what I think they're gonna do. I get it. So Reeves, who do you got the San Francisco 49ers? How do you have them fucking up the pick? I agree with Urban. I had them also selecting Elijah Bear Tucker. That doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, it shouldn't. <laughs> that really, really shouldn't. That, that should make you feel terrible. At 13, we got the uh, Los Angeles Chargers here. You almost said San Diego, didn't you? Right. But uh, I went with Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. Damn, we, you have him dropping. We, we talked about him earlier. I just don't have him as a real need anywhere. Like I, I like him at the Lions, but they got Hawkinson and they need – Help on defense. I could see Jerry. I don't think he gets past Jerry Jones. I think he does. Uh, their their defense was they didn't historically know. bad. You can try to go after some of these veterans in free agency, though. You but, can, but they did that a lot last year. But and last it did year, not the, pan out. You could have oh. taken some several other defensive players at the end of that first round, like Patrick Queen could have helped you. I know you. I think they think they're set. I think that they found their. They, well, they think they found their tight end in the future in Dalton Schultz. I get that, but Kyle but, Pitts. That right. On that offense. No, I, with I'm with you. I, I'm just saying I just think this is the way it's going to play out. video game I like, I like Pitts. I mean, he's in my top ten players for sure, but I just think he's going to drop. All right, Reeves. I got them selecting uh, offensive tackle Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. I love that. I think Rashawn Slater is going to continue to move up draft boards. He's my number two tackle. The Chargers need to protect Justin Herbert. We know that. But for me here, 
their defensive line's not getting any younger. I know that Melvin Ingram, might, he might be a casualty, you know, cut here. Yeah. No, he's free agent. Is, they might not be able to bring him back. You know, Jerry Tillery, the former first-round pick two years ago in the interior, he hasn't lived up to anything. All I you got know, Bosa. Old. I think they need that stud D tackle again, you know, to free up Bosa. And I've got them taking Christian Bearmore, uh, defensive tackle out of Alabama, 330 pounds, 6'1". Quick on his feet, elite against the run, but he can also shed double teams, and he's got a decent pa- couple pass rushing moves. He had four sacks last year at Alabama. I-, I think he's completely coming under the radar. He is by far the best defensive tackle prospect in this class for me. Yeah, I know absolutely. Some people might say he's going too high there, but I think the Chargers need to address their defense as well. Because I mean, Herbert, can, Herbert can mask some of these flaws. If they and you value can target him, tackle in the second round. If they value him over some of these edge rushers and some of these offensive linemen, then it's not. he's not going too high. Yeah. No. So the Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. That actually would have been perfect if Kyle Pitts Pitts fell, just from the simple standpoint that they just released. Right. right. But they're on the clock. You know, I I strongly got a K and a P going here, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's Quiddy Pay, Ed Drescher from Michigan. But (laughs) I I get that. But my thing was is it it took long and hard for me for them to pass on Devontae Smith. I know they have Justin Jefferson, and I know they have Adam Thielen, but to give Kirk Cousin another weapon. Would have been hard for me to pass on, but I took Quiddy Pay, who's going to constantly be moving up draft boards. He is the best edge defender against the run in this draft class. You know, he only had five and a half sacks in his career at Michigan, but his three cone drill is going to amaze people at his pro day. He is 6'2", 270 pounds, and I don't think I've seen someone that stout move so goddamn quick watching his film lately. He is going to skyrocket. It's a name you're not really hearing a much a lot about right now, but especially after their pro day next week, which I believe Michigan's is on the 10th. Uh, which is next week, he's going to skyrocket up here. And so I think they got, you know, they had zero pass rush last year. That defense can't get after anybody. And those corners are still suspect there. So I had him going there. I could have also went with J.C. Horn, but uh, yeah, I, I, I valued Edge I was torn. I really was. I, I valued Edge Rusher a little more there for, for Minnesota. I had him possibly going offensive line too, but they, I like Quiddy Pay there. I get Where'd it. You go? I also had him going with Quiddy Pay. All right. 15, Reeves. <laughs> we don't even I let Reeves give an answer. I think. Uh, New England finds their second coming of Tom Brady. I'm going to go with Mac Jones, my number two. Overall oh boy, you're going to put number that. two overall quarterback. Yes, you're going to put the second coming of Tom Brady on Mac Jones. You're going to yes. put that on him just because he probably read it on Bleacher Report when two. Right now, I've seen people saying this shit. I think he's actually going to be really successful. I think he'll fit the New England's uh, style just perfect. And what is that style, Reeves? Check down, kind of like you did at Alabama. Go deep. He didn't check down at Alabama. All right, well. At, I just think, trust me, I think Mac Jones is the number two best quarterback. He's going to New England. I agree with you on the pick. I think Mac Jones is going to go there at 15. I do not agree with hardly anything else you just said. But <laughs> I, I think Mac Jones, they need a quarterback. They need someone to come in there and compete for that job. And, you know, he's he's the best quarterback available at that point after, you know, the rest of them are gone. So, you know, Mac Jones <laughs> – Mac Jones to fucking uh, New England. So, that's what we're going with. Stop shaking the entire studio with your fucking foot, Reeves. I agree with the pick here. I have Mac Jones going to New England here. I I get people are going to make those comparisons. Mac Jones is my fifth-rated quarterback here. You know, he's got the size. You know, he's accurate. He's got quick reads. He was able to develop. You You saw him get better throughout this year. You know, he set the NCAA record in completion percentage. But my thing here. Deep ball accuracy, is it there? Did he play enough? And if you look at that Alabama team, 
he just had studs at almost every single position that are potential first-round picks on offense. He I'm does not, not about have that in New England. He is not going to have <laughs> the clear-cut best receivers. He's not going to have any. He might not even start for a while next year. He is someone that is going to have to be developed. And I, I mean, I could be wrong. There. It, there's a lot of unknowns about Mac Jones there. like Trey Lance, and I, I wouldn't put him as my number two just because you don't know what you're getting with him when he's only started 13 career games, right. and he was a backup behind Tua Tungabailoa and Jalen Hurts. Who didn't light the world on fire coming in. So Tua. It, I mean, neither did Jalen Hurts. Right. So, I'm just saying. I, I don't mind. Let's round up, before we get into the commercial, let's round up the first half of of the NFL draft. The team that started off hot. You know, they just got J.J. Watt. Arizona Cardinals are drafting here at 16. I took a luxury pick. I know that everything fell there, but they've got pass rush figured out with getting J.J. Watt. They could use more help in the back end at corner and safety. You know, I would have liked J.C. Horn there, but for me, it was the same question I had with Minnesota. You've got DeAndre Hopkins. Larry Fitzgerald's not a number two receiver anymore, even at this point of his career, even if he does come back. I have them taking Devontae Smith. Just give Kyler Murray a, a luxury. He falls that far. A luxury be a great pick. Pick. It's the similar to what you saw with Dallas last year taking C.D. Lamb. He, I think he's somebody's going to fall. gonna fall. He's going to fall farther than what people think. I, I love you know his style of play, but he's not he's not on the same level to me as Jalen Waddle, who can take the top off defense, and Jamar Chase who can do absolutely everything. He's just a little smaller than Jamar Chase. You know, I don't think his route tree is as developed. You know, but he catches everything thrown to him. But Arizona here getting Devontae Smith, getting a clear cut number two receiver, and just lighting this offense. I went with the, the Cardinals. I went the Cardinals taking shoring up that offensive line a little more and went with Ray Sean Slater from Northwestern. I had them getting a big uh, steal here, like they got with this Isaiah Simmons last year to fall to him. I have Mika Parsons falling all the way to the Cardinals with other teams' needs. I think they get another gift to uh, really help uh, strengthen that defense. Others' teams' needs. So I'm looking. The Jets won't take him that high, but so let's. Just in theory, let's start at five. Well, we'll take the Bengals out of it because we know they're going to take Panay Sewell because they're not going to let Burrow get killed another year. Eagles could use a linebacker. The Lions could use a linebacker. The Panthers' best linebacker dropped off and retired. The Broncos don't have that. Dallas, you could argue. The Giants could. San Francisco, I mean, they got Fred Warner, so I highly doubt it. San Diego, Minnesota could. And then that wouldn't surprise me, though, if he was somehow there at 15, that would be a Bill Belichick-type pick. Oh, yeah. If he's there, I think. I get your – someone's going to fall, Reese, but I don't – I think you've got the wrong type of person who is a top-five talent in this draft. Like I said, first block draft. we got to see what the all hell goes Reeves Reese's wrong draft 1.0. Let's get into it, Anchor. Kick us off at commercial. Shout out to Reeves for fucking up the first half of our episode with his terrible mock draft 1.0. Yeah, I had a lot of the same as you guys did. <laughs> Your reasonings. Receiver at number two. Yeah, because you guys think Zach Wilson's going to the Jets. Not going to happen. I think it is. Okay, and if he doesn't, that means the Jets traded out. Flat out. If, if they go with Darnold, they're not going to sit there at two. You're going to lose too much draft capital, but we'll move on and we'll talk about your shitty-ass Jets. Another point in time. Thank you, Anchor, Seven, also. Yeah. 17, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. They fucked up their first-round pick last year. Celine Farrell looks like a bust from two years ago. I know they've found some good pieces, but they have not really nailed their first-round picks. Jonathan Abram can't stay healthy, gets too many penalties, is out of place constantly. They could go safety and try to replace that. They took a corner in the first round last year. 
It's going to be interesting. Didn't to see, see them get anything out of that. Gus Bradley's now their defensive coordinator. I like we'll, that. we'll see if why Reeves. We, we've seen what he's been able to do. It's just another. I don't like the Gus Bradley hire. I could be wrong, but I think you know he hasn't developed enough lately to stay up with the trends of the NFL. They need help on defense. You could argue they need a number one receiver because they don't have it. You know, I know they took Henry Ruggs last year, but you didn't see anything. Caught from him. twenty-seven passes. You know, Derek Carr is their quarterback. You know, he played well, but he needs more help than just Darren Waller. You know, name one of their first-round draft picks, Josh Jacobs, who can't stay healthy, but has been in the league running back at times. Right. That's about it. I think they're going to have to readdress that cornerback position. I've got J.C. Horn here, who is cornerback number three here. He's big, physical. You can put him on an island. You know, he was one of the best SEC corners the last three seasons. So I think they've got to get that right because it was not – I can't even – off the top of my head, their first-round pick last year. Arnett. Said, yeah, Damon Arnett just did not live up to the hype, which we had him – I had him as a third-round grade last year. And we know that Mike Mayock's going to do that. But J.C. Horn here – I remember I think what I had him. I didn't have him as first round. <laughs> but I, I think none of us did. 17 here for the Raiders. I went with Gregory Russo, uh, edge rusher out of Miami. Big body. Uh, he they need help on the edge. One of the worst teams at getting after the quarterback last year. Defense was suspect all around. I could see them going linebacker here, but with Gus Bradley coming in there, I think Corey Littleton can have a resurgence. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean Jeremy Owusu Koromo out of Notre Dame would be a great selection. That's who I had earlier, but, but I, I went. In a different I, I think they need cornerback help a little bit more, and J.C. Horn seems to fit that Mike Mayock mold. I got them selecting Christian Barmar. D lineman. I, I love your reasonings. <laughs> and, and subtle pauses. Reeves, kick us off. The Miami Dolphins are getting their second pick at 18 overall because they missed out on the playoffs. What dumb decision do you have them doing? I have them actually selecting Najee Harris, the running back out of uh, um, Alabama. I think pairing about two, and I think they need a good, strong running game. Either they selected Panay Sewell, the third overall pick, run behind him. And I think uh, that gives him a pretty uh, another weapon on offense. All right, at uh, eighteen, I went with the offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech, Christian Darisaw, and you know he's did, he did play last year, right? Darisaw played yeah, last he year. He played correct. last year. I could. There's so many people I can't remember if they played or not. But Darisaw, he he's got the tools, you know, to be a very good tackle in this league. We'll see which side he plays on. I would think it's going to be the right side, but I don't know. With Austin Jackson there, it'll be interesting to see. Austin Jackson's got the size to be that ideal left tackle, but you got to remember their best offensive lineman has to play on the right side. Oh, so yeah. Vilo is a left-handed quarterback. True. I have them also selecting a tackle here, but I have Rashawn Slater falling here. You know, the tackle out of Northwestern, 6'4", 308. If he fell, I'd definitely you, take him you, over. You have... You, you turn on the tape from two years ago, Ohio State. He handles Chase Young flat out. He finishes he blocks. He set out last year, right? He, Who? Slater. He missed last year. He No, he did not. I thought Slater he said played. Slater played. He was even in the Big Ten championship game. Oh. Now, Slater has the size. I, you, you question that a little bit at only 6'4". I think he'll be closer to 6'5 when he gets taped. But he doesn't get beat by, you know, bull rushers or finesse rushers. He struggles a little bit getting to the second level at times, but he can seal gaps. You know, his head's always on a swivel in pass protection. 
I think Miami still needs to address that spot there. So they've got to go there. So I have them taking Jamar Chase and then doubling up on that offensive line to get two of some protection. And, you know, I love their both their both their draft sections there. I, I get the Najee Harris pick. I just think re, I, we've got to get past the running backs are a dime a dozen. It's outside. a little high for me. For, for any running back, unless your name has been, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Um, so you've got to be a really fucking special talent and be able to, you know, change the way the position's played. I mean, it's definitely a need. But it's, it's clearly I, a need. But I personally there's think. There's some depth in this running back class. I personally think they're. They're going to figure that out in free agency with the running back position for them. All right, let's go so. to team team no-name at 19 overall. Old no-names. Washington football team here. Um, I got them reaching, and I don't like this pick, but they need a wide receiver. I think they're going to go need here, and I think they're going to go with Kadarius Tony, wide receiver from I Florida. don't think that's a really and- – reach at all for you don't Kadarius. Think it's a reach? Not for Tony. You, he's, you turn back he's on probably the tape. the fastest receiver in the draft. It's going to be him or it's going to be him it's going to be him or Waddle. I mean, Tony, you know, he's been lighting people up down there at Florida. I think that's the way they they're going to go. He played bigger than his 5 foot 10 frame that he did at Florida. I think he's another person that's going to be a slow riser on these draft boards. Put him next to Terry McLaurin. I, I love that. I know they need. I know they need receiver help. You know they need quarterback. There's With not the one quarterbacks here. being gone in my eyes. That's I have them. Do. I have them taking Christian Darisau. You know they haven't had you know a left tackle since Trent Williams had that whole debacle where he didn't want to play for them. They're gonna Can't have. To, blame him. They're gonna have to get the offensive line intact at some point. They've got a stout defense now. It's time to focus everything on the offensive side. So I got Christian Darisau out of Virginia Tech there. All right. I had them also selecting a tackle. I had them going Samuel Cosme to tackle out of Texas to replace Trent Williams. Get the fuck out of this room. He's not going in the first round. Mm, no. He's not even a top five. He's going to be also the number one tackle taken off the board last year. So let's move on. Number At least I agree that Andrew Thomas was a first round talent. I mean, I didn't think he should have went yeah. fourth, but I did pick him to go fourth. <laughs> I think I had him as my fourth or fifth rated tackle, and that lived up to the billing compared to right. what the Tristan Wirfs. Uh, I mean, Tristan Wirfs was two for me. Right, and I mean, I'm just saying him and Mackay Becton, they were obviously the two best offensive linemen taken last year. Yeah, no, by far, hands down. But all right, so then we're to the Bears at twenty. Oh boy, oh, they boy. just they just cut a cornerback, so I got him picking one up, and I got him going with J.C. Horn, cornerback out of South Carolina. I love J.C. Horn. You'll hear me gush over him for a while. I get that, but at some point, the Bears' mindset, I know Ryan Pace is an idiot, at least the way they've drafted lately. They keep doing this. They have no offensive line to speak of still. You don't know what they're doing at quarterback because it sure as shit better not be Nick Foles, and I really don't think you run it back with Trubisky. I think they're going to sign Alex Smith. Yeah, I've been reading that too. Yeah, well, maybe his other leg will fucking break in 19 places. They have no yeah, offensive there's line. There's a very good chance it will if but he's back there. I fully believe, even if you – I think you try everything to bring Allen Robinson back. You need to. If you have yeah. to franchise tag him, franchise tag him. But they got to get him some help, whoever's under center. And I got them taking Kadarius Tony. You know, they haven't had that elite, you know, over-the-top receiver that they've wanted. I know they brought in Taylor Gabriel. He didn't pan out that way. They and then they let him go, even after he had a decent year. His first year, but his second year, he just kind of disappeared. Right. They stopped using him. They need that player that you can move around. You know, David Montgomery looked like a better running back. I don't like the depth here. I think they could go offensive line here. 
I just I think they need playmakers more, and you can try to shore up the the offensive line in the later rounds of the draft. They just they've got to finally start getting some playmakers in Chicago, which they haven't had in years. This is Brandon Marshall. Uh, I had them also selecting J.C. Horn in the corner. All right, thank you for the reasoning. Colts, go Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are on the clock. We know that they're going to roll with Carson Wentz. Are they going to be able to bring back? T.Y. Hilton, they're going to need receiver help. They're going to need offensive line help. Do you target that in the first round or do you target that in the second round? And they need a pass rush. You know, I highly – they might bring back Justin Houston, but he's 32. I know he's had 20 sacks in two years there. That's been great. But they might lose to Nico Autry, who's had, I think, 18 sacks over the last three years. You know, it was a small signing coming over from, from Oakland at the time. But here – Nothing you can't replace in Autry. Here I have them taking a guy that played on the right side mostly. He flipped to left tackle last year, but Taven Jenkins, tackle out of Oklahoma State. He's big. He's physical. He is aggressive. He finishes with a nasty mean streak. He is perfect. Mean. I like perfect, him. Perfect person to put next to Quentin Nelson. Don't even start me on trying to put him out at left tackle. That's idiotic. Keep Braden Smith at the right side. He's perfect over there. He's never played on the left side. You need that offensive line short up because Carson Wentz shits his pants if he even gets a hand touched on him. So they've got to address the tackle tackle spot here, and I, I know that's a little bit of a reach. But Taven Jenkins, I love his raw talent. I, I don't personally I think, think he's it's gonna that be a big baller. of a reach because he the talent level after him to me drops off quite a bit, uh, especially for first round guys. But I, you could you could argue here, you know, Jalen Mayfield, and then maybe Lean Inchberg. But after that, I agree it does fall off. Those I, I'm, I'm not this, saying this they're not good players. Is a lot better than what we think. I think there's. There's four legit but there's starters. second rounders to me, not there's first There's four rounders. legit starters. I'm not saying left tackle, but there's four legit starters, day one right. starters in this tackle class, and maybe six. I think Liam Meansburg is going to play a little bit. He's going to be like closer to a Mike McGlinchey, just not as big and physical. But I'm glad you do like Taven Jenkins. 21 for the Colts here. I, I think they're going to address tackle in a later round, personally. I think they got to go get a weapon for Carson Wentz. You know, we've seen a little bit of Michael Pittman last year, but he only had 40 catches. About 500 yards and a touchdown. touchdown. So, I mean, he did miss six games. Right. And, I mean, that take that into account. He saw really good moments. But, yeah, he had some great moments. But they need to keep building on that. We don't know the situation with T.Y. Hilton. We don't know, you know if he's coming back or not. So, I'm going to go with Rashad Bateman here. Wide receiver out of Minnesota. He'd be a great addition. That and, gives them some major red zone threats with Bateman and Pittman. And if you brought back T.Y.? You can move T.Y. anywhere. You know, that that would be a very comparable wide receiving core. I, I don't mind that one at all. 21 Reefs. Oh, God. I think are going to address the tackle position and select Christian Darisol. That's a drop. If I he mean, was there, I, yeah. I would for sure want him. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I want to see some of these pro days, though, obviously, coming up. So, the Tennessee Titans are another team that, you know, we, we've talked about them. They were so close. They're drafting at 22. You know, they laid that dud in the playoffs. They need edge rushing out. Vic Beasley wasn't the answer. Harold Landry hasn't really been able to produce. Jadavion Clowney didn't Didn't give them shit. Didn't give them anything, which we knew Clowney's not. Hardly played either. He was injured again. Weird. So, strange. Thanks for the 15 mil. They could go offensive line here. Again, I think it's a little bit of a reach, but I got them taking Jalen Phillips, the other edge rusher from Miami. You know, another great player. He's a project. You know, he was a little smaller. You know, six foot five, two sixty six. Very um, good player, very chases, big upside too. Chases from behind. He has a high motor. He's athletic. He's quick. I, again, on the pass rushing moves that I've seen, though, 
He tends to have no bend. He gets stalemated quick, but that's something you can easily work on. And, right. you, know, you have Vrabel there who can show him that they've got Absolutely. the pieces in place. So I've got them taking J.M. Phillips here. A little bit of a project, but I think a great fit there. 22, I went with an edge rusher as well, but somebody that's more polished. I went with Aziz, ah, Aziz Ujulari, edge rusher from Georgia. You know, he, he could fit right in day one and be a day one starter for the Titans here. You know, there's a lot of options that the Titans could do. They might have to look receiver with Corey Davis leaving, but they have a bigger hole at edge rusher for me. I agree with you. The biggest the, hole. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. I have them also going edge rusher as well, but I've got them going with Gregory Rousseau, the defensive end out of Miami. All right, on to my favorite team, the New York Jets, with their uh, first-round pick acquired <coughs> from Seattle. I think they stay with the offensive weapons, and I think they select Travis Etienne at the 23. Etienne? Etienne, Etienne. God, I just want to hold Reeves naming player prospects. Key and Bill could have their greatest skit if you just let Reeves read. We're going to make YouTube cuts of just Reeves right. pronouncing names from over here. I get that, Reeves. Um, I think there's a player here, though, that if he does drop this far – he is not a bottom first round talent. He is a top fifteen. He's my second rated linebacker, you know, as of right now. But they need they need help on both sides of the ball. They need cornerback help and edge rusher more on defense than linebacker. I think you could target receiver here, uh, running back. I just I'm not sold on running backs going in the first round. I, I do believe Etienne and Najee Harris are good. It's just it takes a lot. I think the team's got to be closer. If they're going to take a running back at that point, because you're getting four good years out of them, and they usually fall off. So I'm going Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa here, linebacker out of Notre Dame, one of the hardest hitters in this draft. Just a great pick, a, a knack for making plays. You know, he's going to be that that leader, that captain on your defense for the next six to ten years. I I went with uh, Tevin Jenkins, tackle out of Oklahoma State. Here, you pair him. With Keep him on the right side with right. Mackay Beckham on the left. He, he, can, he can go either way. I think he's a very underrated tackle prospect. There are a lot of people that don't think he's going to go as high as 23. But, you know, he, like Nick said earlier, he he's a hell of a run blocker. He's nasty. He's got good hands. He's got that mean streak you look for. Yeah, in hey, he's what you want. And if you compare him and Mackay Beckton, and if you're going to select a quarterback at two, you know, that that's a very good starting base. You can spend your money and get some more receivers. You can spend money and get a running back. They, you they, can target those positions next year. They'd be off to the races for later me. The, getting your offensive line and defensive line and quarterback you got two positions. Two tackles, dude. What, that's, what the Giants are trying to do outside of taking Saquon Barkley because that's a once-in-a-lifetime generational yeah. running back Right. Talent. You can't foresee his injuries. So, I, I'm okay with that. So, we'll move on, though. 24 big, to big the Ben's Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Ben's coming back. I fully believe they'll, they'll yeah, work out. He's willing to go for the veterans minimum. They need to keep Whoa. him up and give him enough time. What? Yeah. Okay. We'll see. They need to give him an. They need to keep him up and give him enough time to throw. At times, you know, he looked lost, just like anybody quarterback when they're thirty-eight or older. But I got he's them coming off injury too. A la Vera Tucker. You know, he's going to be a guard. You know, he can come in and start right away. I know they lost Pouncey to retiring. That's center, but they need any offensive line they can help. So for me here, just plug and play day one too. The way the board's falling is Vera Tucker out of USC. He's quick. He can plug in great in the run game. You know, they're probably going to lose James Conner in free agency, but you've got to get back to running the ball in Pittsburgh, what they've been about. Right. And they've got to get offensive line help, whether it be the free agency and the draft, which is the way I think they're going to go. So right there. I just, Speaking of getting the back to prospects. running the ball, 
I got him going Najee Harris. Here. I get that. I just and he he is Najee Harris per- is going to have open holes though. He's That's the, my problem, right? And they like you said, they can address those positions later. I I think he will be. If there's only one running back taken in the first round, I think it will be Harris. But I wouldn't be surprised. That, that's I don't feel great putting him there, but the fit is just tremendous. For it's me. one of those and picks you see, and you see in a lot of the mock drafts right now, Najee going there. I just for me, you got to have the offensive line, right? And that's why I went with Nick on this one. I went with Dolphins tackle Tevin Jenkins uh, to fill that uh, hole because I don't think Villanueva is coming back. Okay. So I mean, even if Villanueva comes back, they still need help on that offensive yeah. line. I get that. So twenty-five Jacksonville. Jacksonville's back on the clock at twenty-five. You know they've had back-to-back years of two first-round picks. Didn't really get much production last year out of C.J. Henderson and C.J. looked good early, but then Javon tap- Clayson tapered off late. You need more Clayson help. Clayson never did anything really. So I don't think they target edge rusher because they've taken Clayson and Allen the last two years. I don't think the cornerback depths there. You know, do you take receiver here to get some more help? You could. Same with offensive line. Just anything to get Trevor Lawrence help. But they haven't had a really solid, you know, safety or back end playmaker back there in a few years. So I got them taking Trevor Mooring safety out of TCU. This the safety class isn't deep. He's the best Mooring safety of the draft, hundred percent. Can take the tops off. Basically eliminate the back end of your defense. He's playing center field back there. He can come up in the box and hit. You know, he's a great open field tackler. He can line up in the slot if you need to. can cover tight ends in the red zone. So, I love him here giving, you know, Jacksonville some form of a, a defensive threat again. You know, but trying to get back to where they were a couple of years ago on that. that I like – I really like that pick, but I'm going to go a different route here. Um, I went with Christian Barrymore. I have him dropping to 25, and he'd be a great Sound pickup for the middle of that defense. Line, I'm okay with that as well. And help those edge rushers tremendously. Okay. I had them actually selecting Rashad Bateman, a receiver out of Minnesota, to give Trevor Lawrence help. Keenan Cole and D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook and Cole are free agents, so it's oh, not a bad okay. pick. Yeah, and LaVisca Chenault had – he, he has moments. He had some damn good moments, actually. No, I'm just saying. He's, if he's, he can stay healthy. He's right on track to be a good receiver. Yeah, they, they can take any – it's it's going to be how the board falls for them because they can take any position outside of another quarterback there, and they they can't go wrong. At tw- I yeah. wouldn't be mad. It it's all depends on how they fall. At 26, we got the Cleveland Browns here. Can I we just acknowledge for a moment that the Cleveland Browns, and it's not their second first-round pick. They're drafting 26th overall. Right, That's this their is their actual, actual pick. draft slot, which right. is just amazing. Like, 2020 was a fucked-up year. They they have a lot of questions in the back end and the uh, middle of that defense. After your defensive line there, they really don't have a lot to... They still need an edge rusher, too. I could, I could vouch right. more for an edge rusher than they would need secondary well, linebacker help. with the guy here that I have here, there's no way they're passing on him if he's there. Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, linebacker out of Notre Dame. No. Easy pick, right run, run to the board. Right. Yeah, if he's in there, you're fucking... They're not taking that full five minutes. Can line up on the ground. I think more or less, though, they need... They need to get some pass rushing help outside of Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett's yeah, one of the best. I, I'm passers. with that, but I think they can address that later in the draft. Or in- I got them taking Jason away, uh, D end out of Penn State. You know, stout against the run. You know, he's got some of those pass rushing moves that you can see glimpses. Um, played extremely hard last year. Did play out uh, unlike Minka Parsons, who sat out last year. Just a stud of a D end that can get after the quarterback. I think you know you're not asking him to be your number one edge rusher here. He's going to fly up some boards here late. 
I love everything that he comes about. And he's 6'5", 252. You know, he's going to put on some little more weight, but he is so quick off the ball, and they need help out on the other side. from Because Olivia Vernon, especially when he went down last year, they couldn't generate almost any pass rush unless it was Miles Garrett beating double and triple teams. Right. So I've got them going edge rushing help there with Jason Away out of Penn State. I also have them selecting Jeremiah Wusu Karamoa. Just love that he pronounced it right after we said it multiple hey times. Hey, man, that that's the best I've ever Pr- seen him do. Proud of you. Yeah. Look at you. The Baltimore Ravens are on the clock. And they you can go can, a lot of ways here. Well, receiver. you could go receiver, but then you could go defense. You know, I, I get they're always going to – But I don't think it's a pressing need. I think more or less you've got Hollywood Brown. You haven't really seen anything out of your other receivers that you've drafted higher. Got a helpful tight end. Hell of a tight end. You've got the run game. Offensive line's intact for now. You might be trading your right tackle on Orlando Brown. <laughs> but, but a team's got to want to pay him, which the salary cap might hurt that. But I'm going to go with right now, I think Orlando Brown's there unless a team wants to mortgage you know, a couple first-round picks. They need help for Lamar Jackson. Right. They don't have that big red zone threat that they thought they were getting when they took uh, the receiver two years ago out of Notre Dame. Um, not Chase Claypool, but... Oh, who'd they take? Uh, Boykins? Is that who they took? Oh, yeah, Miles Boykin. Um, But they need a red zone threat, a big physical receiver that can dominate and just move the chains. And for me, that's Rashad Bateman, who's not talked about enough. I know you guys had him going a little higher, but I I don't think he's earlier in the first round, late first round right there. I think he's still a day one starter, so I got them taking Rashad Bateman and giving that red zone threat because you've got to pass the ball at some point a little more often and get back to where Lamar was two years ago because they could not – throw the ball to save their lives last year. Reeves, what would you do? I have them selected wide receiver Kadarius Toney out of Florida. I think they got to give uh, Lamar Jackson more help, like climb hit on the head. And I can't, I can't yeah, but then you're taking two straight speed receivers there. Yeah. I mean, you need a physical threat there. You, I don't like that. That's I, I, why I also have him going receiver. Kadarius Toney, I, I think, is going to go higher than that. Then he will go before Rashad Bateman. But and there there are a couple guys it, I like better. If you already have Rashad Bateman off the board, I'd rather go with Terrence Marshall Jr. That's I who I got going there. He's a right. slot guy, but he's not just a straight He's 6'3". Yeah, he, he can be a better red zone threat. Just, Kadarius Toney's only 5'10". They're not drafting the same type of receiver that they just they did. They already have the ago. burner. Yeah, they've already got that burner. So that is just – I'm sorry, that is a – Fucking stupid, flat-out wrong I pick. Think it is. But I, I get you don't, but I, you also don't know shit. The there are better wide There are better wide receivers than Terrence. Well, I already have Tony gone personally. The Chiefs so. also thought that. Um, Nicole Harmon. Yeah, but they. No, Nicole Harmon has panned out, but they literally thought Tyreek Hill was probably going to be suspended and kicked out of the fucking league. Yeah. yeah. That, and that was in true. the second round, not in the first round. And I went with Terrence Marshall Jr., wide receiver out of LSU. He could easily slide down the board and be a second round pick, but he he's got that big body. You know, we're he, in the last eight picks. It, it could go anyway. We're it's a see coin trades. flip with a couple players here. Right, the New Orleans but, Saints are on the clock. No no quarterback to take here. You you're not taking Kyle Trask in the first round. He's no. not. He's not going to make it. We're not going to have six quarterbacks taken. Not a chance. They need help at corner, guard, and maybe safety. Also edge rusher. But I have them taking Zayvon Collins. Who, if anybody hasn't watched this kid play out of Tulsa. All-American last year, elite in run coverage, can defend the screen like no one else, and just is great 
great in zone and can drop back and just great coverage skills. I think he's going to skyrocket a little bit up these boards. He's going to be a name to talk about, but I've got them getting their linebacker of the future and Zayvon Collins here out of Tulsa. With the salary cap hell they're in right now, I have them looking to move on because Marshawn Lattimore is in the last year of his deal. I think they're possibly going to move on from him. But even if they don't, they could definitely use corner. I got him going to Sante Samuel Jr. here. I like that. I like it. Um, I don't – I haven't watched a crazy amount of tape on him, but I have watched a little bit. And he – every time I watch him, I get more fond. And, I mean – he, He's he's a slot corner to me, though. That's my only question there at 5'10", 184. Quick reads, um, can close close the gap when the ball's thrown deep into the – you know, on those long passes, uh, anything that they're trying to fit over the top of him. Um, you know, ideal slot, weak side corners, the, the the notes I've got down on mine. He gets a little sloppy with his hands when that ball is in the air in the red zone. But I like it there. I just I don't think you expect him to be a Marshawn Lattimore type player there. He's right. more of a slot type corner that's going to have to guard if Antonio Brown comes back. You know, some of these like Hell, Samuel and Carolina. Right. Cal Ridley. He's a perfect right. guy to shadow those guys. So I, I like that, but I, I went linebacker. I also went linebacker, but I went with Nick Bolton, linebacker in Missouri. Sweet right. intro on Nick Bolton. All right, we'll kick it off. Michael Bolton's brother. The Green Bay Packers are on the clock. They still Go can't ahead. fucking slow down the run. I've actually got them taking Nick Bolton, linebacker out of Missouri. You know, he he's quick to stuffing the run, shoots the gaps hard, doesn't overread though. At the same time, he struggles a little bit in coverage. But he's got the frame. A lot of linebackers over, do. He's a little over 260 pounds, but he's going to be able to shore up quick. You know that run game. He's six foot two thirty two. He's physical. You know you're not bringing him in to be in coverage there. I think he's going to be a type of player that you have because well, you can't to, stop the fucking run to you save. You got to get something here, and they don't. I could have went D tackle here, but I just like Nick Bolton being available. So I also went with Nick Bolton there. They got to do something in the middle of that defense, and I think he would be a very good fit. Okay. I went with uh, wide receiver Terrace Marshall Jr. I just personally think Green Bay has shown time and time again that they are not <laughs> going to take a skills position player in that first round. The last wide receiver they drafted in the first round, pretty sure, was uh, Greg Jennings or Javon Walker. One of the two. So, Bad receivers. Um, at their time. Yeah, but do you understand <laughs> yeah. how long ago that was? That was... Yeah, that was a while. That was a while. If it if it's Javon Walker, it's a long while. All right, but the Buffalo Bills, I got them AFC Championship game. They're close. Josh Allen took a step forward. They're on the clock at thirty. They've got some several needs. I think edge rusher, linebacker. They could use another corner. Use a running back. No, they've got Zach Moss. Yeah, both of them are blah to me. One of, neither one. If you're about to say Travis Etienne, I'm gonna flip yeah, the fuck out. You can out. go ahead and flip. You don't out. take a first round running back That's here cool. when you've already got the two in front of him. I'm not saying that Zach Moss is gonna light the fucking world up. I think you could target offensive line here more. You can get another receiver Take here, that one or you're gonna go back away. on defense because that defense isn't what it was two years ago, and they came on late. But they don't have the pieces that they used to. Their defensive pass rush isn't getting any younger. Jerry right. Hughes is 34 fucking years old. They need edge rushing help more than they do a fucking first round running back when you can get a fucking. I like the pick. Uh, see, there's where you fucked up because well, you can get really, Michael yeah. Carter out of North Carolina, Chupa Hubbard, Javante Williamson out of North Carolina. You can get Chupa. Anybody in the second and third round. I mean, shit. 
Trey Sermon out of Ohio State later in the third or fourth. <coughs> it's one of those luxury picks, and I get where you're going with it. They need a running back. Tonight. I just think they have more issues because they're more, they're a couple pieces away from you know getting past the Chiefs. I just I don't think running back they're going to go running back. At I all. personally think their biggest issue outside of possibly finding another corner is running back. I would I would go more towards guard or center then because you could take. And Alex Leatherwood moving him inside. Wyatt Davis, if you if you trust that that injury in the national championship game isn't too severe and he can come back, he's a day one starter. You can take Creed Humphrey there to, to throw up your line. You don't have that dominant interior offensive line, which saying, would be more prevalent for the fucking run game because Josh Allen gets hit too much too. I would rather see them target offensive line there before they went with a fucking running back. Right, but they to me, they are a couple pieces away, and they their need at running back – is glaring to me. I have not seen anything out of either one of those running backs. Zach Moss is a fucking uh, red zone goal line fourth and one back. Yep. He's not. He's not your fucking every down back. He to me at least, but he hasn't shown much to me. But I'm I going. Mean, Singletary had a down year in his year two. He had yeah, a he's fucking let down. He's, and he's I think not it's good. more indicative though, not just him. I mean, I, I'm not saying he's a Pro Bowl running back because he's not. I just think it's more indicative on their offensive line play and the schemes they're in. Yeah, I mean, that's why I went. I went edge rusher here and took Aziz Oyaro out of Georgia. You know, it's a polished. Re- if he's, he's there, a, he's a polished. I, I don't think he's going to shoot up draft boards. I think he's a fringe late first round pick there. And I mean, I got there, him going at twenty two. I'm not saying it's crazy. I'm saying, <laughs> no, I just if he's there, yeah, yeah exactly. I like that over Travis Etienne. Yeah, but I don't have him there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's why I went with running back. I actually have. Buffalo selecting Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa. I think them losing Matt Milano is going to be a big loss. I don't think they're going to resign him. And I think completely different style of linebackers though. There, I mean, Zayvon Collins is more of a coverage linebacker. Matt Milano was not good in coverage. You saw him playing mostly just first and second downs for that reason. So I get your theory there, and I, I agree that they need linebacker help, but. You can't compare those two when you're starting off your pick. I'm just saying they're going to lose them anyway, and I think they need to fill the spot. Okay. All right, 31. We got the AFC champs here. People uh, got their asses kicked in the Super Bowl. Right. Well, and to help with that offensive line, yeah, you possibly. Got I got him going. Alex Leatherwood here, tackle out Alabama. Can easily go inside. He's played some guard. I think you're gonna you're gonna shoot for that because you want to keep Schwartz and right. Fisher on the outside. Absolutely. There. I'm pretty sure Schwartz is a free agent. I don't believe so. One of the two is. I, I don't decided, think either one of them. Fisher not too long ago. Yeah, they, they extended Fisher, and I don't think Schwartz is a free agent. I, I could be completely wrong. I have them taking Wyatt Davis here, guard out of Ohio State, just a natural you know, bully in the run game. They need they were able to run the ball early in the year. Oh, no, but did Fisher? when did Fisher go out? The, the AFC which, Championship game. Yeah, he just tore his fucking Achilles. Achilles. He's not going to play next year probably. No, he'll be back. It just, it'll be closer to October. It's a nine-month injury. We'll see. He's well, pretty. Why. He's a big guy. It's it's different when you're fucking. I get that, but injuries aren't a year and a half out of rehab. I think he'll be back, and I get where you're going with. But they can plug. I would rather see them target, uh, you know, Creed Humphrey or. But for me, I got them taking Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. I know that's another player. You talking about an injury that was a major injury, right? We got to see the medical. He's a good player. But I, he's a but, hell of an athlete. And I right. Think it's just a perfect fit there. Just kind of like when they took Edwards. Clyde Allaire there last year, plug-and-play starter. You've got to protect Patrick Mahomes. We saw no matter who the quarterback was last year, they weren't going to be able to win that game with how much Tampa was able to get pressure no, on them. They they needed offensive line help. Right, Reeves? 
I have them go on offensive line, and I think with the injuries to Schwartz and Fisher, really decimated them as showed. So I have them selecting Liam Nielsen, Iceberg, Eichenberg out of Notre Dame. That's the nickname I just gave them. Once again, why are they taking a tackle? Because they have two. Fisher's getting up their names. Came up a torn Achilles, so it's going to take him longer to really heal. If he even comes back the way it was, it gives him a solid uh, point or a tackle to start off with. I like it. And he's not going to bump down, though, so you just wasted that first-round pick. On Again, what? Schwartz, they might just cut Schwartz for salary cap yeah. issues as well. You know, that, that with the salary cap shrinking, they're going to they're gonna move on prior right. from Schwartz. And with the last pick in Josh Reeves' shitty mock draft 1.0. 32, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Super Bowl going Jalen Phillips. If he's there, I love that pick. I also have Jalen getting, Phillips. I don't think he's going to be there, but I, I love that pick for both of you. I don't think he drops that far because they're not going to be able to keep everybody on that defensive yeah. line. Pro you know, football focus hates it. Pierre, Pierre no, Paul, <laughs> Pierre Paul's not going to play at this level forever. He's you know they're not keeping everybody. They can't. Shaquille hand. Barrett might not be able to keep. Um, that's what. That's who I don't he, think they're going to be able to keep. They might be able to. It's keep either him. him or their linebacker. He uh, might be able to. He might be able to come back on a one year deal so that salary cap can go back up. But I have them going. I, I know. That they invested a lot in their secondary last year with Carlton Davis. You know, they took Antoine Winfield uh, Jr. I have them taking another junior, and I've got Asante Samuel Jr. going in here. He's the right end. I, I, I could have went receiver are, there, too, because shit. you're not going to be able to keep Godwin and Antonio Brown. And if I had to pick one of them, I'd honestly pick Antonio Brown at this point because I think Godwin is a true number one receiver. Just depends on what you're saying. And I think Antonio, it's because of Antonio Brown's history, and I think he's going to love staying with Brady. So I, I have them going back and you know shoring up that defense a little bit. They could have went offensive line here. Creed Humphrey would have been a nice pick because they're not certain at center. But I just kind of like Asante Samuel's fit there. You know they play in a tough division where there's going to be a lot of weapons. They got a lot of young teams coming up. You know Carolina's still rebuilding. Atlanta's going to have to rebuild within the next year. So you don't know where they're going to be at. And the Saints are still good. There's some cap out. hell and cap hell, and you're still waiting on the Drew Brees announcement. But there's our mock drafts for the first time of 2021. Woo. Hopefully, you learned a little things. Love it or leave it. Especially for me. Mostly hate Reeves. You know, comment. You know, thanks for all the support on everything. But one last thing though is you guys can suck my balls. We have St. Patrick's Day coming up, and Manscaped is offering They'll you something green for you. extremely special. You're going to get a little lucky. Manscaped is the global leader for below-the-waist men's grooming and official sponsor of Stick Signals. To ensure you have the best tools for your family jewels, visit manscaped.com and use promo code HEAVYWEIGHTS. That's one word for 20% off and free shipping, not only in the U.S., but international around the entire world. You also can use the code GODEEP20, and every purchase at manscaped.com will go towards contribution made to the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness for testicular cancer. Save our balls. Save our balls. Go over there. Protect your lucky charms. Any sales last month on Manscaped through our promo code, apparently, so y'all fucking hate us. So act like you don't hate us right now. Act like Reeves isn't in this podcast. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code heavyweights. That's one word. 20% off and free shipping. uh, The ball deodorant is worth it. Enjoy your week, everybody. We'll be back next week with some more player breakdowns.